We now begin the third parak of Masechus Orla. In this parak, we'll discuss more about tarovas, mixtures, and bittel. And uh, we will start off talking about Orla as well, mixtures including Orla. You'll recall that we said that the Pasuk that refers to the restriction on Orla says es pirio, its fruit, and that word es is an extra word, which came to also include not just the fruit itself, but the shomer lepri, the things that protect the fruit, um, such as the rind or peel, which means that the rinds or peels of fruits that grow on tree in, in the first three years are asr bahana. One can't get benefit from those rinds or peels. Now, you might use those rinds or peels, for example, as a fuel source for burning in an oven or as a dye source um, for staining and coloring clothing, which is the case here in our Mishnah. So the thrust of our Mishnah will be that if one used orla rinds or peels to dye his clothing, the clothing becomes asr bahana. And then we'll discuss the issue of if there's a possibility of bittel. Now, the main topic of the whole parak revolves around this issue, which is that there are certain things that are too significant to be batel, to be annulled in a mixture. For example, a beria, a whole creature, as you see in other mesechlas, is never batel, even in a thousand or a million, it doesn't matter. You can't just say the identity of a cow disappears, the cow is unique and stands alone. There are other categories of devar mishenemis batlin, with things that just are too chashuv, too significant, to be batal, to be annulled in a mixture. One of those things is davar shebeminyan, things that are sold by the unit, one at a time, meaning they're not sold by weight or by volume, they're sold one by one. So everyone's going to agree that there is such a principle as davar shebeminyan, things that are counted and sold by the unit individually, are too significant to be batal. But, as we'll see in the seventh mission of our parak, there's a list of six or seven items. According to the Chachamim, it's specifically that list of six or seven, and other things are batal, even if they are sold individually by the unit. Whereas Rabbi Meir holds, no, anything which is sold by the individual unit is never going to be batal in a mixture. So, our Mishnah will talk about a shirt, a garment, that's been dyed with orla rinds and peels. It'll be Asr Bahana to wear that shirt. The question is what happens if that shirt gets mixed up with other shirts? And according to the Chacham, they will say, listen, shirts are indeed sold by the unit. You buy one shirt, you don't buy shirts by the pound. But since shirts do not appear on the list of six or seven there in Mishnah Zayin, so Shirts are not on the list of things of Dvaram Shabminion, things that are sold by the unit, which are never batal. And therefore the Chacham will say such a shirt could be batal if it's mixed with other shirts. Whereas Rabbi Meir holds, no, shirts are sold by the individual units and therefore they can never become batal, period. As far as how many shirts you need to be mixed up with the other shirts for batal to occur, so that will be, since we're talking about Orla over here, the number will be you need 200 non restricted non-Orla shirts to be mixed up with the one Orla shirt for the whole mixture to become permitted. So that's just the mission. Let's see it inside here. Beged, one has a garment. Shetzava'o beklipe Orla that was um, stained, dyed with the rinds of Orla fruits. Yidalek, the halach is that shirt must be burned. It's otherwise one gets benefit from Orla, which is forbidden from the Torah. Just as a side point, um, it's not perfectly so simple that the way something looks 
is considered to be a hana that the Torah would forbid. And while most Rishonim do learn how I described it, that it indeed is a benefit, um, Tosfos in a number of places says just looking at something or the way something looks isn't the kind of hana the Torah forbids in general. And therefore Tosfos understands that there's an extra, based on the Zogia, there's an extra word that's coming to add the unique case of Orla, which is even visual benefit is considered to be a benefit which is restricted. Either way, the halach is according to everybody. Once you've dyed the shirt, it must be um, destroyed. Now, the truth is that if one could scour the shirt and get the stain of color out, so then one is no longer benefiting from the orla, and therefore that would be permitted. So although it says you have to burn it, it's not strictly true, meaning if you could like bleach the shirt or, or launder the shirt and get the stain out, so then that would be sufficient, and one would stop being benefit from the orla stain, and therefore the shirt would be permitted. One explanation why the mission doesn't explain that, it just says simply burned, is because certain kinds, when you color garments, so there's, some things are stains and some things are dyes. If it's a stain, it can come out um, with enough laundering, whatever it is, If it's a, and it's not really color fast. If it's a dye, so that means there's like a chemical bond typically between the, the dyeing agent and the fabric, and it will never come out. So that's why, for example, trellis, um, uh, the blue dye, um, is color fast on the with the wool and it, it doesn't come out uh, because it's a it's a dye it's a permanent thing and that's also kale ilan indigo which is molecularly identical with the uh, tchelis dye molecule um, could be could be uh, used as a dye and the gemara Menachah says you can't tell the difference between kila um, between tchelis the snail dye and Kala Ilan, which is the indigo or woad plant-based dye. And that being the case, since certain dyes are indeed color fast, you would have no option to launder them out, um, and therefore you'd have to burn it. But the truth is, if you'd use, for argument's sake, some a walnut shell, which is the case, one of the examples given here in the in the Bartonura, as the stain to color the shirt, if you could wash it out, to scrub it out, then the shirt could once again be permitted. Now, what happens if you have a mixture of that forbidden shirt with other shirts? Nisarv ba'acherim, that one shirt mixed with other shirts. So kulam yidaleku. Now, they all have to be burned, regardless of the ratio of heter, permitted shirts, to iser, or dyed shirts. Divrib mer, kwenzrib mer. Because mer holds that anything which is ever sold by the unit, like, for example, shirts, can never be bottled on a mixture, and therefore the shirts never bottled, and therefore all the shirts get mixed up with all become restricted. The Chacham disagree. The Chacham Omrim Ya'aleh Be'echeru Matayim. They say, if you have 200 Heter shirts against one forbidden shirt, all the mixture of 201 shirts are permitted. The reason why is because, since, although it's true, shirts are sold individually by the unit, but the list of things that are counted that are not bottle is a finite list of six or seven items, and if it's not on the list, as shirts are not on that list, then they are indeed bottle. More about this topic in Halakha Lamaisa over the next um, several Mishnayas.